Welcome to the Air Combat Simulation Podcast, brought to you by BVR Productions. Together with content creators, mission builders, experts, and enthusiasts, we explore the comprehensive world of combat aircraft simulation. Welcome everybody to the Air Combat Sim podcast. Today's guest is the BMS developers uh, Max and JP. If you want to say hi, hello, hello guys. And then we also got my man Sport and Rob, uh, the Goat. Hola. Hey guys, how you doing? So we got uh, a mixture of English, French, and Spanish in here. Mix of culture is always good. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Where do we want to get started with? So we, we uh, when's the last time we had an interview with you guys? Let's start with uh, You know what? I was thinking, and I think uh, it's it was somehow two years ago, more that's or less. Sounds same, about right. Same, yeah, I think we it was around the same period of time in two years ago that we had uh, the interview with me and High Oak uh, from uh, from the BMS team as well. I remember. When I, yeah. I was not there, else you would have remembered. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one's going to be epic. Don't worry. Well, it's good to have you guys back on the show, and it's good Thank to you. announce uh, Sport. It's Sport's first uh, show here as a guest or as a host. Sorry, I think. Thanks, Sport, I for joining us. Not a us. problem. I think I was. Uh, I did one with Micropros, like a while ago, but uh, it's been certainly a while since I've uh, been on the show. But I do appreciate the invite, and hopefully, be able to do more in the future. Yeah. So let's get into the discussion of why you are here today. So. 4.36 is right around the corner for BMS, so what is it? Uh, it is. What is it, it Max? Is. What is it? Um, well, I'll start, but I, I'll, I'll share this the, the time with uh, with my friend here, JP. So uh, last time we spoke, we were, we were I think, freshly releasing 3.5. Uh, or No, we did not still. No, 3.5 was later on, but we were still 3.4. 3.5 came in a way, and... Um, and now we are about to, uh, or by the time this uh, podcast is released, uh, 3.6 will be out. And uh, yes, it's uh, it's been uh, a huge work. I think more than three years of uh, of development behind it. And uh, we're we are at the end of the of the, I would say the development uh, for the first initial release. Obviously, development will still continue to fix, mostly fix bugs and add a couple features in and there mostly correct stuff uh but yeah we were super excited uh to uh to release it actually uh, you can't imagine how long we've been working on that and um and now we are uh, we are releasing it we are super excited to actually bring uh, bms to the next stage of uh not not only evolution but stability mostly i would say so how how big is your team now anyway we are, I would say we are we are handful. Uh, not, there, there's there's what we have as a number of people within the team and the truly active people, which is always debatable to be honest within the team. So, <laughs> I would say a handful, super active and uh, extended team with people that are interacting on a weekly, daily basis, depending on uh, on what they're doing. I would say between um, 30, 40 people extended. Oh, oh wow. wow. 
Yeah, which means everything included, of course, which means uh, coders, uh, data developers, beta testers, artists. That's a so lot of people. Uh, no, it's not enough. Obviously, it's not enough. Uh, but, uh, but uh, well, the, in the last few years, I mean, we have been very open. Uh, I'm saying that uh, compared to, let's say, 10 years ago. And, uh, but still, we, we, we are delighted to bring new people, but we need to find people with the right motivation because um, it's always super exciting to, to get in. But then after that, you realize that it's really painful. <laughs> it's more difficult to continue uh, having you know, the, the, the stamina to, uh, to do it. Yeah, I can But imagine. it's a lot of fun. No, I was just going to say, you know, the, all that's, you're absolutely right. But I will say that, you know, to have that many people coming together with a common passion just to do this is pretty fantastic. Yeah, it is. To be honest, I remember words before I joined the team officially. Yeah, uh, <laughs> officially, I joined the team like a year ago. Um, and uh, and uh, JP was n was not joking when he was saying, uh, "Well, quit quit flying BMS, start coding, yeah. <laughs> start start developing." <laughs> and to be honest, I haven't really touched my the stick uh, for on BMS except for beta testing for more than a year now. I haven't really been flying uh, publicly even with the Falcon Launch that uh, I also have uh, founded uh, for 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 BMS. So. Uh, but in the in the meantime, there's been a lot of things that have been pushed publicly, especially on the uh, on the website assets. Uh, people that are a bit active with the community have seen that we've we've got since then a brand new website, brand new forum, a couple new assets that we've developed, and obviously I'm also trying to help where I my knowledge is, which is mostly in the uh, I would say uh, putting in place tools and assets for uh, for for BMS uh, in terms of uh, easiness to share information, uh, changing the repositories and things like that. So we are uh, internally in a transition phase. Uh, we're trying to change a bit the culture. It's uh, it's a tight group in terms of uh, number of people. Uh, we are trying our best to uh, to bring uh, to bring a bit of change. Um, uh, because we're trying to evolve with the new the new tools that we, we have. What Max is saying basically is that we are mainly boomers and we are working with IRC and ICQ. So <laughs> he's trying to say. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What's your ICQ number? I think I can still remember it. <laughs> oh my God. I forgot my invite since then. <laughs> Yeah, but personally, I joined BMS in 2002, I believe. Um, so 20 uh, years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago. And um, but it's it's always great to keep the same spirit, even of course, uh, if sometimes it evolves uh, with new people coming, um, new ideas, new ways of seeing things, new tools, of course, new competences. Um, but still, we are all driven by the same passion, and the because we like uh, Falcon 4.0, and we like the what we can find inside. And I think uh, this is what what BMS uh, is. It's uh, it's a bunch of people who who loves the sim and that are just happy to continue developing it. I was just about to say that. Uh, so when's Falcon 5.0 coming out? 
good question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can say 5-0, we'll, we'll see the day. For now, we stick to 4.x 4, 4. for the time being. When was the original release date of Falcon 4.0? Uh, 98, but uh, I, I, I believe it's somewhere in December 1998. Was it on CD or floppy? <laughs> uh, CD at the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I still have CD my original Falcon 4.0 CD and manual somewhere in my parents' basement. Yeah, and the other day we've got one guy in the team that actually posted picture of his. Um, he has the the whole folder, the Falcon. Four folder with uh, CDs, manual maps, and everything was signed wow. by the people from the from the original team. Is your signed by the original team sport? It's not. My I can get my mom to sign it though. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but that's that's very funny because you know signed mom. When you, when you read uh, here and there, oh BMS is at graphics of the nineties. I do believe they don't know what graphics of the nineties means. That was just terrific. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and sort of taking a step back, uh, so Max, when we talked to you uh, a few years back, you had just rolled out, and I think you were you were doing some promotional. You had put up a website, so it sounds like your role has changed. Uh, so, what is your role in in Mav? What on a daily basis? What do you guys do in terms of the project itself? Um. I think my role is a Swiss Army knife, <laughs> <laughs> if I can call it that. that. No, I've been, um, to be honest, what we try to bring to the team is the uh, the skills and competencies we have been, uh, either we have uh, from, from a real life perspective or that we would like or that we like to develop because also we have to consider that uh, being part of BMS is also... Uh, if, if we want and if we are continuously driving forward BMS is because also the people within BMS um, are setting new uh, targets for themselves and want to le learn new stuff. Uh, we'll come up with the new terrain and what uh, we discussed last time with, with Hawk, um is, is definitely leading the part on the new terrain, for example. And for him, it was definitely um, a new... Uh, a new challenge because he never did that before. So uh, it's a long learning process, but in the end it pays uh, when it comes to uh, to development. Me, I'm very uh, skilled when it comes to, uh, to websites, uh, a bit of community management, uh, driving all of that. So um, I this is where I thought I would be helpful. So um, this is where I, my focus is currently. Uh, will it change in the future? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, we adapt uh, depending on the needs and, and where the team is going and where we think we should be going. But one thing is true is we never go. Uh, we will never force people to do things they don't like. Uh, that's that's part of the motto of the team is that you do stuff that you like because otherwise um, it becomes uh, it, 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 it stops being a passion. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Tricker, what would you do that you like to do on the team? If you were to uh, if I were to join the team, that's correct. Oh man, I'd probably be the guy that like would get shot down or crash. You would I be would, the the QA tester, the player. Yeah, I would be. I would be the crash test dummy, basically. Nice. Yeah. So, so tricker is it an official application <laughs> to be? Honest? Uh, only if Sports Mom signs the application. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll ask her for you. <laughs> 
Why? What would yours be, Rob? What would yours be? Uh, I I would I would be the uh, I I do like the crash test dummy, but uh, that's a good good question. I would I would probably be, um, hmm. Oh, I will come back to you, or or even better, pass. <laughs> nice, nice, good answer. Well, um, so moving on, what what would you think the biggest thing that four point three six is gonna like bring? Like, like an, up, an upgrade from 4.35. Like, what's the biggest uh, thing that people should be excited for? A uh, lit GP. Uh, uh, well, uh, that's... I know uh, it's a big question. I, but... I, 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 it's, it's not a big question. It's a question that has no answer because uh, it will depend on what, what you want in the simulation in BMS. Uh, some people will want something. Maybe they will be disappointed. Some people will, will want other things and they will be delighted by seeing it. So... I cannot, I, I don't think we can bring um, anything specific on the table. I mean, um, well, of course, we have those new features like uh, like basket review. Um, uh, it's, um, I, you can't, uh, I think it was, uh, as I said, basket review. I'm talking about it because, because I was very involved in it and... Um, it's been 20 years we are talking about basket refuel in uh, BMS. And uh, we wanted to do it right. And, um, and it's, it, it was for us a challenge to, to make it look right uh, and to make it feel right. Um, obviously, you will tell me, uh, right, but the F-16 is not supposed to do basket refuel, so what's the point? Um, true. However, some of the people enjoy some other aircraft in BMS, and um, and this 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 was a challenge. And and, and anyway, uh, watching an AI uh, doing a basket refuel while you waiting for your boom refuel uh, on the KC-10, for instance, it's 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 good to to watch. So so that that's nice. We have also, um, but globally speaking, we have improved in many areas. Um, one of them I think will be appreciated will be probably uh, uh, AI. Uh, as usual in BMS, we consider AI is uh, one of the most important thing because without AI, you cannot fly proper campaigns. So uh, we have made a lot of efforts on AI, particularly uh, in the air to ground uh, operations, which was a bit uh, Lacking in the previous version, a air to air was uh, was focused in 434 and 435 with BVR stuff, and 436 bring uh, air to ground operation uh, for AI. I mean, it was working, but now it's really working. So, can nicely. you go into a little bit of detail with that? Like, for example, what what is the process for you to help develop the AI to be better? What are you telling it? What are you reprogramming? What's that process like to bring a better AI into the simulator? Um, well, the process is um, first you, you, you try to understand why the original code is not working so well. And by digging, you're digging in like we say, it's a, a spaghetti plate. In our, <laughs> uh, as we say in Falcon 4.0, it's a big spaghetti plate, and uh, and then you discover that uh, it's a big mess, and uh, if you want to fi to fix it, then you have to rewrite it. So that's the 
the first thing and then um, basically uh, I think if you want to program a good AI um, you have to uh, to be able to uh, fly it yourself I mean to be able to let's say BVR for instance if you want to program uh, 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 something realistic in BVR you have to uh, know how to do properly BVR yourself let's I, I cannot imagine how a coder that is not a, 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 a sim enthusiast or uh, can program something so for me first you need to be uh, to have a good knowledge of what uh, what you would do in uh, this BVR situation or to ground attack situation and then you can start programming because let's be clear we are saying AI but uh, there is nothing uh, uh, it's not artificial intelligence it's a state machine basically uh, uh, so basically this uh, state machine is reacting to situations you can bring some of course uh, randomness uh, probabilities in the reactions and but at the end the AI is not uh, inventing the AI is applying what the coders what the coder has decided it to apply depending on many parameters um, so uh, so the process is um, first to know perfectly what uh, what are the possibilities what you want to do for instance on air to ground what weapons you can use and what type of attack you will do would you do a puppet attack you will would you do a diving attack would you do a attack below the, the cloud layer above the cloud layer depending on the situation depending on the weather depending on the on the type of weapon of um, sorry target you want you want to attack and all of these all combined then you can start uh, being more complex and having different attack profiles and scenarios Sounds like a pretty. That was yeah, a lot a, to unload there. That's a big. Yeah. What would? So you you were talking about some air to ground improvements. Like what specifically? Like can you give us like something that the air to ground or the ground units do now that is better? Yes. So f I. Well, the first thing is that AI is now able to do some very low level attack, um, which means that previously. Uh, AI were not able to fly below, if I remember correctly, below uh, below 1,000 feet. Whatever you do, they will they they will be unable to fly below 1,000 feet from the ground, of course. But, um, um, and that was because uh, then they would enter into kind of avoidance uh, ground avoidance mode. So the first thing has been to teach the AI to fly very low level, like 200 feet. Um, of course, then you enter into uh, more specific uh, stuff, like if, for instance, the AI is flying a TFR capable plane, it will go down to 200. If they don't, then they can fly at 400, for instance. Um, so the first thing is that now they are able to fly, at, like if they were using a TFR, they are able to follow uh, a, a player doing that. And then that brings and that opens the door, of course, to uh, many different type of attacks like pop-ups uh, pop-up attacks so now the AI is able to apply many different type of uh, um, attack profile like pop-up uh, dive uh, le low level high level um, 
Is that and something that the player tells the AI to do, or is that just something the AI is alors, programmed to do? You know BMS uh, a bit. Uh, first, we uh, when we code it, we code it. We don't care about the player first. What is important is that the AI is able to do everything by itself, because 99% of the planes and the aircraft in the campaign are AI. So, uh, so they are they are able to choose the right profile and uh, depending on the target, depending on the weather conditions, because weather conditions are uh, extremely important. Of course, they will not uh, execute, um, uh, for instance, uh, high-level high attack if they, there is, a, there is a, a layer of clouds uh, where they cannot um, laze, for instance. So first, they have a, a full, uh, uh, plenty of conditions where they adapt their, their, their flying profile. But then, if a player uh, is their leader, um, they uh, they will uh, obey some commands like uh, weapon freeze or uh, attack targets or attack my target. Uh, but still, the profile of the attack uh, will not be commanded by the player yet. Maybe that could be an idea uh, if someone is interested to do it. it uh, but uh, um, another thing that I think would be much appreciated in the new air to ground. AI is that for static target now you are able to uh, to assign a specific target to each of your wingmen uh, from the UI. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, so if you attack uh, an airbase, you can choose. Okay, no, your number two will attack the the, the control tower, and your number three will attack uh, some part of the runway, and so on. So I think oh, interesting. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as we're talking about AI. Um, I saw, I saw that you had some improvements in the generated voices for AI and ATC to make the voice lines, something in regards to that? Yes, yes, yes. We have um, one of our guys. I, I believe it's micro. Uh, yeah, I believe it's micro. Yeah, he has uh, developed that. So now we are no more limited by the, um, by the original, uh, let's say, um, frags uh, from Falcon 4.0. And that we can now generate whatever we want, uh, which, and it is, this will sound like the original uh, voices, so that's great. Yeah. Uh, one thing I, I'd like to add on that is, uh, since we were speaking about AI and uh, puts a bit of a segue here, um, we, are, we are using machine learning <laughs> to actually uh, learn from the samples of BMS, from the different voices, to be able to regenerate uh samples that are missing in the uh in the voices because so far it was about uh, taking a syllabus here and there and uh, be able to reformat a word from from existing snippets of uh, of audio uh, um, uh, of audio but now we are in the process of actually being able to regenerate thanks to machine learning and the new technologies like that the uh, the old uh, voice samples that we have from uh, from uh, from from Falcon 4.0 actually. Wow, those are my those are my those are my favorite by the way. Chalice one, especially one. when you're doing like the the <laughs> you're doing like the Balkans thing, like they say your flight, and then she's like Aviano Airbase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, this is something we can correct in the future, for, especially for the theaters that are being maintained by the people from uh, directly the, the the guys from PMS. Yes, especially Balkan and ITO theaters. So I love multiplayer, especially in BMS, and IBC is the main um, program, I guess you'd say, for BMS, for multiplayer. Is it limited on number of clients now? or? Uh, we do have, by license, uh, a limitation in terms of uh, numbers of clients. Um, it was used to be, I think it used to be 32 uh, per, per IVC instance, uh, server instance. Uh, but that has been shifted to I think 96 or something. Uh, to uh, so we we can host more uh, players on the IVC server host basically. Did you just say 96? I think yeah. I think license-wise, I think it's it's uh, 96 with uh, with the uh, uh, I would say open community TeamSpeak uh, license. Wow, that would be a, an intense mission right there. Uh, well, that op that opens the door for many other consideration. In if um, if we have large scale uh, uh, team versus teams uh, scenarios, for example, especially in those cases. Um, in last year, we had something like a uh, um, hundred uh, people. Um, um, uh, would say registering to the team versus team event. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting a lot of echoes. Uh, it's very difficult to follow. It's okay. That's sports. Uh, okay. uh, mic is open mic, and there's an airplane starting up in the back. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah. So, so I, I was I was saying this. So the the limit has been shifted to um, to uh, to 96, which means that for team versus team events, like we we had one major um, earlier last year. Um, and um, and we add actually up to 100 people registering to the event, and on the first day of the um, of the event, we had more than 56, I think, people connected, and in 3D. Wow! So so that opens the door, obviously, for more people joining in per side, and uh, being able to um, uh, to host, I would say, larger scale uh, conflicts like we were trying to do on uh, on the, the term team versus team uh, events like that like, uh, like last year yeah. so you're trying to take after battlefield with like 120 people um well the thing, is, uh, um, the thing is there will be a limitation at some point depending on the areas uh, where people we stand because in the end uh, let's not forget that the falcon world is a trans is always a constant transition between a 2D world and a and a 3D world. So because as, as you might already have heard, uh, there is a shift between what we consider a statistic statistical uh, world, which is the 2D uh, world basically, um, and 3D, which everything is simulated. Um, so depending on where people are located on the map, uh, it means that the host or the server will need to deaggregate. Um, units in order to simulate them correctly in 3D, and that takes a lot of compute power. So in the end, there will be always be limitations um, in the numbers of people will be able to host because it will be a problem with the uh, with probably the uh, capacity of the uh, of the server itself. TVT probably will be a, a good showcase for a massive. Uh, 
I would say pilot versus pilot event, or I would say pilot flying in 3Ds together, uh, at least as a, as a showcase and probably a benchmark for for BMS. No, I'm excited to try that out, especially with more people now. I haven't even yeah. done anything more than like four people yet, so. Yeah, 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 and uh, stability has been one of the core focus of uh, the last. I won't say. I want to say year, or even Oops. even more. Well, that's good to hear. No, stability has always been our focus. <laughs> the problem is that yeah, yeah. the problem is uh, the more we the more we fix, the more we find. And um, but now, thanks to amazing uh, coders we have uh, and the new tools as well, the modern tools, uh, uh, it's of course uh, the most stable version we'll uh, ever produce. Um, you know, uh, there is something very simple to understand. Huh? Uh, when we started, uh, when I started in 22, uh, it took me like an hour to compile the exe. Now it takes me 20 seconds. So <laughs> obviously the you can fix much more stuff uh, than before. Well, I think that's a good segue to go into. Uh, let's talk about some of the new systems. Uh, anything about Link 16 coming to the new 4.36? No, <laughs> no. Freak, frequently asked, but for now we'll stick stick to the IDM. It takes. There, yeah. There's been a lot, a lot of discussion around it. But no, JP, but please uh, go ahead on that. Yeah. But link sixteen. Um, the problem. Yeah. Of course. Um, maybe someday we'll have link sixteen. Uh, it's always the same story. You need to find somebody interesting in, interested in doing it. Um, the topic is not to do the avionics, uh, even if it's very complex, because I'm not sure people realize how complex the Link 16 is. Frankly speaking, when I start to read about it, I, 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 I'm saying to myself, oh gosh, I need a full course, uh, a real one, because it's extremely complex. It's, uh, but Understandable. But the thing is, the topic is about the AI. It's a little bit like the IFF. Um, Having a Link 16 working in the F-16, okay, but what about the world around it? Because the Link 16 makes sense only if all the AI and all the the GSTAR, the, GIST the AWACS, everything around you is connected and providing good information at the right time, synchronizing the attacks and everything. Because having a Link 16 for having a Link 16 on the OMFD is pointless. Well, hopefully one day someone will want to code that, but I can totally understand. That would be a full complex. <laughs> I'm sure that would take a long yeah. time. To... You know, you know. I, I'll tell you something. It's just, I just uh, saying something that that will be in four three six. That is in four three six. You know, in 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 BMS we have uh, we are flying with packages, right? Packages with several flights in it, and um, and a four three six features for the first time real interaction between the flights. Uh, and I'm talking AI, obviously, which means that uh, before uh, the the flights within a package were flying their mission, they were having some common waypoints and synchronized time, but they were not really uh, flying as a team. Uh, and um, for the first time for three six. If you have a, a CDS court with you, if 
and you're flying, for instance, uh, you're flying an escort or you're flying uh, 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 an attack uh, flight. If you, uh, as a, an escort, is, uh, is engaged by, let's say, a, a SAM, then the, uh, the seed escort AI will automatically react to the threat and engage the SAM, um, like a, a coordinated package. And that was not the case before. So the AI will automatically go after different seed packages now is what you is what you were saying. Yeah, Bef before the seed was uh, reacting only yeah. when they were themselves attacked. Yes, now of they react if there uh, another flight in the same package is attacked, which is oh, much okay. Different. Yeah, that's well how it should be. Exactly. Realism. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's good. That's good. Um, so talking about um. Max, I, s I saw the list that you sent me here. So you were talking about the F-18 flight model. Uh, can you elaborate on anything with that, with the F-18? Um, yeah, well, the um, it's it's not really the flight model itself. It's just that there were lots of correction expected on the mostly on the uh, um, interactions in the cockpit, the gear system also uh, had, had issues. Uh, people were reporting that it was uh, wimbling here and there, so uh, wiggling. Sorry. Um, so it's fixed as well. Um, but uh, to be honest, if I if I go back a bit on the on the uh, on your initial question, which was uh, what are the what what do we see as the main new shiny features of uh, 3.6? Um, uh, since since I had the luxury to compile the change log, <laughs> I have a pretty good idea of what has been implemented overall. But in, if I have to wrap it up in a nutshell, um, and then we can go in details in, in some of the aspects that might be of interest for you guys to speak. Um, obviously, there's a lot of 3D assets that have been changed, uh, even though we are still working with the old terrain. Um, we have uh, implemented a lot of uh, new features object-wise in the airbases to make them more live um, to uh, for the players. Um, so um, people would probably complain on the loss of bit of FPS compared to the older version, but they have to also take into account that we we uh, we boosted a lot the airbases in uh, uh, in 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 KT also in Korea. Um, so there, there's there's all of that texturing wise we have improved as well. Uh, there is a uh, there is something that uh, that we are very also excited is the new lighting system um, because obviously uh, now the uh, you can switch you have a full control over the external in, uh, light panel uh, which means that you can change the uh, the stroke patterns for example the formation lights all of that has been implemented fully so uh, and also coded in the AI to respect the order of uh, um, of the uh, the uh, each uh, uh, plane in the uh, in the package, but also in the in the flight, um, being able to uh, do covered ops. So the uh, you will dim the lights so they will only be visible by uh, night vision. Okay, nice. So so things like that uh, have been implemented. Um, uh, there's something that JP hasn't said any, uh, uh, yet, but we've we've got JTAC now. <laughs> so would, you like, would you like to open that can of worms? Yeah, do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I opened that can for JP actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> and here's your here's your torch. Uh, JTAC, yeah. Uh, 
it has been a story. Um, yeah, we have uh, we have a full uh, uh, interactive JTAG implemented. Um, so that means that um, that uh, you can interact with JTAG now uh, with uh, all the uh, let's say in bracket official phraseology with the nine line and so on. And JTAG is able to designate targets with laser with uh, with smoke. Uh, and um, I, I like it very much because it, it uh, gives you the impression that uh, there is actually someone on the ground. And uh, obviously that's not the case. It's just someone in your computer. <laughs> is there going to be like some voices to be coming along with it? Oh, yep. yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay. You have um, uh, you have all the all the procedure uh, with voices that you have to follow. And uh, the JTAC will, uh, will, um, will give you the nine line and, and everything. And you can... Uh, you can um, communicate with him. Uh, of course, it's still an AI, but uh, but uh, it proves to be very useful. And um, and uh, I think uh, it gives you the, I, I, as I was saying, it gives you the impression to have really someone on the ground. So I kind of want to try to figure out how, so how would you program like the JTAG? Is that like automatically... It's automatically in like a mission because there's JTACs on the ground in a war or. I don't Programming. Uh, <laughs> hey. As in like, do I have to like go in in the UI and say like, hey. No, uh, no, 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 uh, but, no, no. There's yeah, specific, type, uh, specific voilà. types of units that are, if you implement, basically, if you put specific types of units, you will be able to have the uh, JTAC features uh, coming along yeah, with it. But, but basically, it's like in real. Uh, if you are in a CAS mission or pre-planned CAS, CAS, interdiction, those kind of missions, and that you have a friendly unit uh, within, I don't remember the numbers, but I think it will, it's written in the manuals, but I think it's within uh, 10 miles of uh, 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 the target. And if this friendly unit is a recon, is an infantry, is a special ops, whatever can do JTAC in real, then you will be able to contact the JTAC. Okay, cool. Is that going to show up like JTAC frequency in your mission briefing? Is that what that's going to happen? I, uh, you contact the JTAC on the tactical frequency. Yeah, I guess what I'm trying to ask is like, how do you know what frequencies he's on? Or how do you know he's there? But if you... Um, basically... Uh, it's he, he, he will always be on the tactical frequency from your package if he's there. So uh, you check it, and <laughs> if he doesn't answer, that means he's not, he's not there. Okay. But I was just trying uh, to figure out, like, is the, his tactical channel going to change? Is it... That's what I was trying to ask. Like, is it in the br mission briefing? Because, like, mission briefing goes over all the frequencies that you need. I yeah, guess that's what I was on the, getting it's on at. the tactical channel. Okay. It will be uh, basically your... your your uniform six basically yeah it's okay. your, your tactical awax channel okay mm -hmm. i understand now yeah but it will be in a separate menu um so if you want to uh, bring up the uh the jtac you will need to uh, press a separate key to uh to check if there is uh, any jtac in the area but obviously you would you would query it only if uh, you were you're you're doing a cast mission and you know there are units supporting you in the area otherwise it doesn't make really much sense but but, but basically if, uh, for instance, if there is a, uh, a JTAC but it's too far from the target because uh, because there is no if the if you're too far you cannot 
you cannot designate a target, so he will answer enable. Okay. Well, it sounds like a cool feature. Um, is it going to be, I, th I think you briefly mentioned it, um, is it going to be like an AI voice, or is it going to be like a real voice that comes over? No AI voice. Okay. Uh, gen no, generated from the, uh, no, from no, no, the no. snippet of, no? No, 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 no it's no. Uh, uh, coming from the original F4.0 voices, which yeah. is absolutely amazing, because those guys in 1990, they think they thought about it and we never used it but the voices frags were there okay interesting um, that's 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 the ambition of uh, you see the hidden ambitions of falcon 4 <laughs> the more 20 years later we find stuff oh wow that's interesting <laughs> i mean seriously so there are that you there's some underpinnings in there for future features they just never got to uh, yeah, we discovered a couple things like that. Uh, I don't want to reveal anything, but we discovered uh, for for the new terrain some features that they implemented uh, 20 years ago. Uh, that now we we are basically we have enabled uh, for not for 3.6, but probably for the next next version. Um, but yeah, we we all we find by digging into the code like JP is doing in the other guys, uh, they find they find functions that have been designed 20 years ago uh, in order to uh, uh, feed their ambition of a global scale conflict uh, with uh, a lot of information um, that they had already pre-coded in, and we find that 20 years later, and we are now able, thanks to the improvement of computers and all of that to uh to make it real because uh computer power is able to sustain the uh, the load of all those uh those calls and uh, and features so you broke the code basically uh, this, this, <laughs> i think i think uh, bms is a is a game of breaking the code and trying to to put it back together yeah <laughs> well, no, it's, a, it's a game of rewriting everything yeah well, it's pretty cool, though. It must be interesting to look historically back at it and say, oh, they certainly had some intentions of doing Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, yeah. Am it's yeah, amazing yeah. The, the ambition. You can clearly see the ambition. And it was sometimes very poorly done, very badly done, but the intention is amazing. So I think the biggest topic now, since we discussed the terrain and... Uh, campaign stuff. How about 3D? The, the 3D world about VR. I think that's the biggest question for everybody. Uh, VR is not going to be shipped with 3.6, unfortunately. Uh, there were uh, ambitions to have it shipped uh, with 3.6, but unfortunately, uh, skills and uh, and time uh, uh, lacked us, and we didn't consider that we should postpone. 3.6 release for just VR. Uh, so yes, it is in development. Uh, we are at the very early stages of, of it. Um, we've got a proof of concept, it's working, uh, not for everyone, so it needs a, a lot more polish. Uh, but at least uh, at least it's been it's starting to be tested and hopefully we'll look the, the person taking care of it will uh, will be able to regain a bit of uh, of uh, of time to uh, to continue his work on it. So um, we we're definitely still looking into it. Unfortunately, can't make it into the uh, initial release of 3.6. But if if it can come along the way uh, while we are still pushing updates for it, uh, we'll, we'll definitely try to uh, to have it pushed with it. I think everybody would love. I think that would attract a lot of people. Yeah, I know. I would. Back. I would definitely uh, uh, partake. Yeah, in the but VR uh, version of BMS. 
Yeah, but the where where VR we sh will shine is in not 3.6 but the Envision 3.7 because we, as, as we mentioned uh, two years ago the, the new terrain will be a game changer uh, we're doing a lot of changes as well in the 3D uh, engine in the graphical engine so um, uh, 3.5 was the introduction of DirectX 11 engine capacity so uh, we are pushing now the uh, uh, little by little the, the boundaries of what we can do in 3D wise and uh, I can tell you that uh, uh, for now, what we see for, for the next release of, uh, not 3.6, but the next one is already, uh, for me, for, for, from what I know from Falcon and, uh, until now, is, uh, is very, very, very uh, good. And, and to be honest, sometimes very mind-blowing. I, I, I would not expect that to see that in, uh, in Falcon. And it's, uh, it's like a dream come true, to be honest. Well, it's good to hear that it's being thought about. Yeah, but don't uh, worry, like a... guys, about VR. Uh, I don't share the same opinion as Max. Uh, I believe we are not that far from making it work very good. So... Well, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't work for me yet. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's because you didn't, you didn't buy the right set. <laughs> it's it's within your reach, Max. <laughs> <laughs> that's my problem, probably, yeah. You know, the only thing that is not working for me is the mouse. So that's, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, before we were saying that there was a, there was a, a chair keyboard interface issue. Now we'll say there's a, there's a chair headset interface issue. Yeah. So in addition to the terrain engine and, and getting your terrain updates in, um, are you guys also looking at doing uh, other 3D model updates as well as lighting updates to help continue to, to bring BMS into the, 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 new generation of simming yes the the short the short answer is yes obviously um uh, it's a bit too early to speak about it to be honest from my perspective uh but this is the ambition for sure um to be to 3.6 will already bring uh, new 3d models in planes that to be honest were having uh very old models that honestly were not really making BMS shine in, 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 in any way. So um, we we now have uh, a couple models, uh, more than a couple models that will update the library of 3D assets um, air-wise. Uh, uh, that was the focus until now. Uh, hopefully we'll have more people joining in to uh, help us uh, uh, getting that the 3D database of ground units uh, updated. Uh, we've got a couple talented uh, 3D guys that help us on that area. But the uh, the the uh, since it's a very large um, undertaking, uh, this is obviously um, requiring a lot of people working on that in parallel. So. Um, Definitely, we're looking into it. It's going to be long, but we we are updating the 3D assets uh, when we can, and probably within uh, I would say minor updates uh, of awesome. of, uh, of a major That's release. Excellent. Can you talk about the some clouds? Any any interest in new clouds for BMS? Uh, Aha, uh -huh, there, uh, well, if, if you're speaking about the uh, shiny volumetric cloud and stuff like this, uh, no. 
<laughs> it's not 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 in BMS. Uh, there might be consideration later on, but it's uh, it's only a thought. Uh, but there are changes uh, from a weather system perspective, and uh, and JP has done an amazing work in depict, uh, depicting uh, rain. Mm. Oh, I'm not sure it's amazing, but uh, <laughs> I find it amazing, so it's amazing. <laughs> no, there is nothing amazing, but yes, I think we try to push the limits of the of the uh, sprite system. Uh, I think we 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 we've, we've reached um, the maximum we can do with that. Uh, but yes, we have improved it in uh, four three six. We have some um, shower clouds, uh, so you can see some uh, cumulus clouds uh, with sh with um, rain below, and then you can enter the rain and having it. Uh, and you 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 re I think you you. We have the visual of, of the rain when you when you enter these uh, showers, uh, and um, and uh, so th that's great. And we we worked a lot on the um, ah yeah. We have also a improve uh, an improve uh, graphics about when you are going through the through the cloud, because in uh, let's say in four three six when you're going through a cloud, you have the impression that the cloud disappear in front of you instead of entering the cloud. Um, and that's because we had to use um, a trick uh, because, uh, you know, those the BMS clouds are sprites and um, to make it look good, they have to face the camera all the time. Um, which means that when you're going through a cloud, uh, the cloud is turning and you see it turning, obviously. And, yeah. and to prevent that, we use the trick I think that I discovered in uh, in um, it's not in flight sim uh, or I don't I can't remember but FSX yeah FSX absolutely <laughs> FSX, it was in FSX yeah. by by looking at FSX but how because they have also sprites and everything. and I was amazed but they they don't see it turning and as actually the trick is when you are close to it and when it starts to 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 turn uh, you make it transparent so it turns while while it is transparent and it pops up in your back and so you don't see it turning but that way you don't have the impression to go through the cloud and so we found another trick in 436 that you will see so when the cloud is turning we are displaying another cloud in front of you by transparency so now you have the impression to go through the cloud it's, it's a little detail but it's nice well, that's uh, super interesting. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> anything really yeah, yeah. you can do to to bring and, that world more and more to life, you know, and using all these little tricks is fantastic. Because at the end of the day, a simulation is just a visual trick, you know, to to immerse you into a world. Yeah, obviously, we would want to have volumetric volumetric clouds and all new new those new fancy stuff, which is will be done it will be done someday i mean in 20 years bms will be there and we will talk about uh, volumetric clouds that's for sure um so 2042 yeah <laughs> sure sure but we improved as, as well the very much the um the night uh the night flying now we have simulated the uh, light pollution from the cities so the clouds and the sky is uh, kind of illuminated uh, with the light pollution coming from the cities when you're flying above cities, for instance. 
um, you can show well you will see it's it gives um it gives a more realistic realistic experience by night is there stars and stuff in the yep. come on <laughs> come on yeah, 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 i don't yeah, remember yeah, seeing yeah. any stars oh, i usually fly on. too low come too on. low so no, in 435 we have implemented alors there there always has been a complete star system in falcon 4 no maybe not maybe it's coming from sp days can't remember but there is a full uh, star system in uh, bms and in 435 we have um, we have we have coded um, what we call the ephemeris, which means that you can choose your date and you will have the exact uh, sky, moon, uh, moon phase, and uh, whatever latitude or longitude you are on the globe, you will have the exactly accurate sky. So you can use it to do some. Uh, so are you going to include? Yeah, are you going to pretty, include uh, a sextant impressive. in the cockpit so we can uh, shoot azimuths and navigate via the stars? <laughs> <laughs> No, we will not code wild birds. Okay. Well, you know, it was worth a shot. <laughs> you can use yeah, the yeah. sextant while you're using the new basket. <laughs> <laughs> while you're watching someone use the basket, you can use the sextant to figure out where you are. Yeah, and uh, and also we have the... Um, you have now the strobe effect in the clouds. So when you have your strobe on, uh, you will see the uh, you will see the flashes. Oh man, I hate this. I hate the strobe effect in clouds. Usually, I turn I turn the strobes off, man. Freaking, it's like, man, why is it? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe armchair pilots like strobes in the clouds, but in, yeah, in real life, you're like, man, this thing's blinding. So that's actually that's going to be a neat effect um, to have to battle as well. Well, that was pretty interesting. I I didn't honestly like. I don't remember seeing many stars in and BMS, but I haven't done too many. Night well, don't missions. don't try don't try a, uh, a moon or full moon uh, mission. Try to have a, a no moon mission and, and look uh, and look above you and uh, without the clouds and with a clear sky, and uh, you will see it. So you're telling me I can find Orion's belt? Oh yeah, yeah. of course, absolutely. But it depends oh. on the time of the year and the and the theater you fly, of course. That's pretty cool. Tricker, you strike me more as a guy who looked for the Big Dipper. I <laughs> I don't know. That always impresses me when they get the, when they put in constellations and stuff, and you're flying and you're like, oh wow, like there's that. Yeah, yeah, you can uh, you can spot all the constellations. I think we have hundreds of, if not thousands of uh, of stars in this system. Hmm. Not not to take well, away from. Well, one of the from... things, no, of course, one of the things that's always impressed me about BMS, um, in general, is its ability to make you feel like a small part of a bigger world and to kind of tie into everything that you guys have talked about today about um building the, i love the way that you described building the ai uh as if no players were involved that this entire world is going to operate autonomously through ai and you know under a accurate sky box and through um you know in and out of different weather systems it's really interesting i've always enjoyed how when you join a mission, you're just a small part. You're just, you're jumping in at a random point in time and then flying your mission in the grand, the greater scheme of things. And it sounds like you guys are working pretty tirelessly at, at keeping that going. 
Uh, that that was the uh, the original uh, mindset of uh, of Falcon, and this is definitely one of the one of the things that we 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 keep and want to keep, obviously, because this is uh, this is what uh, brought us into Falcon 4 and kept us on Falcon, and will continue to keep us on the BMS and and the future uh, of whatever Falcon you want to call it, whether it is BMS or it's something else uh, in 20 years from now. Is there anything else you would like to share with us with 4.36 that we may oh. have missed? Oh yeah, there's a there's a there's a lot of things. I'm I'm to be honest, I'm currently going through my list, but there's oh, okay. like the um, there's like the uh, the G training model uh, for pilots. Um, like a G so, a G warm up. Yep, G warm up. So um, uh, when you are in entering a campaign, uh, if you know that you are going to do like a bar cap sweep mission and you're going to face uh, people uh, uh, like uh, doing going to go ACM or um, uh, yeah, or dogfight. Uh, you are uh, you you will you you will be constrained by the uh, by the, the load of G's. If you if you have been straight uh, flying very straight for for a long time, your pilot will not sustain the nine G's. What if I'm eating like a McDonald's quarter pound of cheese <laughs> before I go into the mission? Delicious. <laughs> Well, you, you can dream of that, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, that's that's quite interesting. It's the little things that count. Yeah, I agree. What, what it really is, and 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 what about like modeling, um, you know, an older aircraft that might have uh, greater wear on it, or are there going to be any uh, systems issues you're going to have to deal with in you know that with that that popping up? Um, there's already a. A random uh, failure uh, system in BMS. Um, I don't think we've we've worked on improving or changing that 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 stuff yet. Uh, we'll see along the way if uh, if this is something yeah. someone wants to take. Um, well, there is a big debate, I think, on the subject because um, yeah, um, we we made sure that whatever fault you can have induced by the pilot, I mean can be uh, solved uh, by the player because it will be extremely frustrating that, you know, in BMS, you prepare your flight, particularly in MP, you have a one-hour briefing. Let's imagine you enter your, your, your aircraft, you start the aircraft, you have a random failure. Bye-bye, guys, I'm sorry, and you lose the, the evening. Um, so, uh, so it's a bit of a debate. Yeah, realism versus experience. That's that's the that's the main main debate. But to be honest, there are things that if you screw up uh, in the while you are piloting, uh, will definitely impact you. Uh, so in three five, we had the introduction of uh, of a hot start, um, and uh, so you need to be very careful with your starting your uh, would say starting sequence of the engine. Mm -hmm. uh, but now you can get a hung store. If oh. you don't press the the um, the button in long enough, you will have a hung store. So good luck with trying to reset um, your. Um, so basically, you will need to reset your mission computer. Yeah, yeah. And, and what, is, what, what is funny with yeah. the hung store is, and we are talking about uh, air-to-air weapons as well, is that the system doesn't know that the that the the, the missile is uh, hung unless you want to use it again. <laughs> That's so, <not> wow. <laughs> Yeah, so that can be fun in a in a dogfight. Well, and that's actually that's again that's another one of those little tiny things that you don't think about. Um, 
trigger. I don't know how it is in the Airbus, but I know in the, the jets I fly, they tell you don't quote unquote ding dong a switch. Like when you push a switch, uh, like a push button type switch, you have to, you, you push and hold it for a second until you get a result as opposed to just like stabbing at it. So, uh, that's kind of interesting that it's going to work the same in, in BMS with the uh, weapon releases. No, yeah, totally. And just to piggyback on the on the uh, hung start thing, that's happened to me a couple times where I'm just uh, well, hot start. Sorry, not hung start, but happened to me a couple times where I'm sitting there setting everything up, and then my whole cockpit is on fire. So, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for implementing yeah. that, by the way. <laughs> I've died a few yeah, times. Yeah, I've died a few times. Check your temperature, engine temperature. That's the procedure. I mean, nobody checks that in real life. No, I'm just kidding. Somebody loves Fadex. There's Fadex, man. We got Fadex, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The scare bus technique. What's, yeah. what's your you know, you know, that's exactly at some point when you're coding uh, something like the FTIT. What's the point to code the FTIT and the movement and to be accurate if you have no consequence? So the general idea is, uh, is that it's interesting to uh, we, we try to bring the pilot to apply the procedure because it, it is needed and that's what we try to do no and uh like i said it's uh it's the little things that count so it's just like that it's just the little things that count and it it, all, it just made me laugh because it happened like four times now where i've started up you know the f-16 and all of a sudden i catch on fire and i'm like god like fudge am i doing wrong here <laughs> so now i gotta watch you know i gotta Got to pay more attention, basically. Yeah, you're doing something wrong because, as far as I remember, I could do a 2% chance. Or you're oh. very unlucky. <laughs> I must be unlucky. <laughs> I'm just I'm just the worst pilot. I told you I was a crash test you're, dummy. You're costing the taxpayers a lot of dollars. Yeah. Though. Yeah. 2% as long chance. As it stays, yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you stay virtual money, that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Spare. I mean, I, I, I get back in the airplane and I enjoy doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. funny because... You say there's only a two percent chance, but then the guy that I flew with, uh, Squeak, he's like my a good buddy, and it yeah, happened to him no, too. Man. It happened to him too, and I was looking over there, and he's on fire, and I was like, "Oh, great!" Yeah, yeah you want to? That's, you... that's because it's just a two percent chance if you're doing everything as per the book, but if you start uh, the fuel before like twenty percent RPM, uh, then it's higher, and it depends also on the wind direction. The wind direction? Oh man, that's really in depth now. Actually, that's, I mean, but that's accurate. It is, yeah, it if is have, accurate. If you have, yeah, if you have a tailwind, you're going to need more airflow through the turbine to, uh, before you add fuel to it. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you really do want to wait for max motoring. Yeah, exactly. that's why yeah. we've got, we, we had a couple of questions about uh, the chase uh, start. Uh, you know, do you have the uh, GFS1, GFS2? And, uh, and people are always complaining about what you. Yeah, no. Uh, the the thing is that even real F sixteen pilots will say that, that they never use uh, GFS one uh, because it doesn't. In, in, I think it's uh, there are two bottles, or if I remember correctly. Yes, two bottles, yes. Yeah, yeah. And GFS one only uses one, uh, so you need to be in super sunny condition with the right temperature and the wind in the proper direction to actually be able to use GFS one, which pilots never do, because if they do that, good luck uh, <laughs> starting and de and, and departing on time. 
so GFS2 is the uh, is the way to go for 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 everyone. I would say if you don't want to screw up or if you want to have a better chance at uh, starting your plane, GFS2. And even for my for my end, to be honest, I wait for uh, 24, 25 percent RPM before I, uh, I I put in the fuel. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. I I. I... I love your dedication to the system's knowledge to not only make it work right, but like you said, so that there are consequences if you are uh, ham-fisted with everything. Well, that, that's part of the what you said about the experience of being pilot as part of a war. Is uh, there are consequences uh, if you screw up in a campaign, for example, and your flight is not able to depart, um, and you were a seed. What happens to the strike <laughs> behind you? And, you just have uh, to reset the mission. I mean, you just call the commander and say, hey, can we have a total <laughs> reset? Uh, let's go back in time. That didn't uh, happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can do that in BMS, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's realistic. Ta time travel is part of the do features over. we've implemented, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was reading the... Uh, I was reading the changelog. And another one that would be, I think, very much appreciated is uh, HMCS upgrade. What specifically yeah. oh. in the in the Hemix? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well it's operating in air to ground mode, uh, fully implemented. Yeah. Okay, nice. As well as well as the uh, the uh, the uh, RWR logo uh, also that you would yeah. showcase who's targeting you and direction of the threat. Oh, nice. And uh, and also you will have a, a brand new it's, uh, part of the realism. Uh, you can screw up your HMCS if you don't align it. So, oh, so there's you gotta, an alignment. You align it now, huh? Yeah, you got to align it. Yes. This thing's getting super involved and intense. I like it. Yeah. Well, that's 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 uh, you know our motto. Huh? It's as real as it gets. So, yeah, uh, so whatever we. Yep. The longer you fly with the, the higher G you fly, uh, it will get disaligned, and you have to align it regularly. So, good luck with that. Yeah. Oh, we'll thank you. <laughs> long missions, long missions with like high you, you have yeah. high confidence in me. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck with that, Trickier. <laughs> no, I'm I'm saying that because last time last time I tried, you know, I was I was totally uh, lost about this procedure. That's fuck it. I I shut it down. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It gets a bit confusing at the start because even for us, we need to. Uh, to be honest, this is also the thing that is a bit uh, uh, one of the constraints is, is that sometimes you discover features and you have not tested it, so you just like, oh shit, what have I done? It's not working properly. I mean, after after that, you're checking, you say, oh, someone coded something, and I forgot to look where, how it's supposed to work. So uh, you have to double check, triple, quadruple check before you actually report a bug because sometimes it's just you not understanding how the system works. Oh yeah, no, I've I've run into that many many times in uh, you know various various sims along the years. I'm like, it's not working the right, right way. Well, are you doing it correctly? I don't know. <laughs> well, it happens you hit every day. Too, sport. Sound like you were, As I said, did you hit yourself too? You sound like you were disappointed I, I in I yourself. Was, I was, I was, I was doing my best, Chris Farley. Well, that was a lot of changes. I mean, anything else particular that uh, you would like to share about 4.36 uh, before we head out? Yeah, um, the, a couple of things. Uh, syst uh, well, f we spoke about the systems, but there are a couple of changes in uh, in the weapons as well. Um, AGM-88, maybe? Yeah, yeah, harm system. Uh, and also the, uh, 
the AG, uh, the Maverick 65 Lima. So you got the the, the laser map the, now. The laser, yeah. Laser map, yeah, yeah. So early implementation of it, but it will be in release. Interesting. And the harm is now completed. With uh, the threat tables can now be defined in the DTC and uh, and in the DD tables as well. So it's um, it's There's some big to, changes. To now. Yeah, 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 yeah. To be honest, so, yes. Okay, so so this is a, a I mean, a, I mean, just thinking back through the whole discussion, this is a fairly air-to-ground intensive update. It's a very intensive update. Let's, you know, you, what you need to realize is that um, when we are releasing, a, uh, uh, when we are doing a release. Um, like like when we released 4.3.5, I think 4.3.6 was always at least one year and a half in development. So that means each version we, re we release has more or less between two and a half and three years of, of development. So we try to squeeze that period because we would like to have closer release, but uh, so... Uh, uh, but so that means that, uh, you know, we started 4.3.6 like one year and a half, two years before 4.3.5 release. So, yes, there are many changes. So do you it sounds like you have multiple releases um, and, and just talking briefly about the software development approach that you're taking. You mentioned that you have some new tools that you're using um, and, it, you know, what are the new tools? Uh, is it open source and are you guys, um, are you on GitHub? Are you exposing the, the code out there, looking for pull requests? So um, so we are transitioning to Git. Um, it's an internal Git uh, server, so we are not exposing the code uh, publicly for multiple reasons. So uh, we, we cannot, uh, that's that's just, we cannot expose the code. Got uh, that's, licensing. That's a straight answer. Licensing issues uh, foremost, yes. Got it. Um, so, but yes, we are transitioning to Git um, to in order to uh, to uh, to be able to uh, follow up with uh, also the 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 new people we include in the in the coding space because uh, a couple of them are real life developers, so they they want to use the the tools that they use in uh, everyday life. So obviously, we are transitioning to that. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, we are we are putting uh, new internal tools as well to start collecting information, trying to uh, uh, not lose uh, momentum in uh, in in trying to find information here and there. It's always the matter of not losing track of what has been changed. Uh, communication is key in such a team because obviously not everyone's working at the same hours. Uh, we've got people around the world. I mean, we've got people in all major um, continents over the world. Um, and I'm not kidding. Uh, we've got people in Asia, we've got people in Australia, we've got people in Europe mostly, Amer uh, US, Americas, uh, globally speaking, uh, South America as well. So um, we've got people all over the world and communication is key because uh, we need to interact, we need to uh, exchange information, we need to debug together, we need to... Uh, um, so yeah, it's a very dedicated team. We've got a core, pe uh, a core of people uh, that are very dedicated to make 
BMS better and the key is to be able to exchange and to be able to test, to be able to report. Um, so um, yeah, it's part of the things that I wanted also to improve as part of, of as me coming up to the team. So I'm, I'm, I'm very much into it and trying to, uh, to bring something to, uh, to the team through that. That's great. So if people wanted to uh, come join your team and help out and, and make BMS, you know, join the dream that you guys have for BMS, how can they get in touch with you or how can they lend a hand? Um, so we've got um, through our website, um, we've got um, um, a form that you can fill in uh, in order to uh, offer your services basically to BMS. Um, uh, just, just bear in mind, not everyone will make the cut. Uh, the spirit around here is uh, we want to preserve the team. So we wouldn't take someone that doesn't, that we don't feel that will do or that will fit uh, with the global spirit of the team. So we we are a bit picky on the people we select, but that's for a good reason. Uh, the BMS and, and people working in Falcon for so long have been able to continue working uh, together because they are... Uh, they have found it uh, strong links, uh, strong connection together. Anybody else have anything else to add before we wrap it up? Uh, I have two things that I wanted to add up uh, as part of the questions that I that were definitely asked. Um, okay. One thing we forgot is the the question about uh, the DX keys on joysticks because uh, with all the new monsters we've got, with more than <laughs> more than 32 keys. Uh, we've got that covered in 3.6, so you can have now, I think, we're to, uh, up to 128 uh, DirectX uh, buttons supported, uh, but you'll need to uh, indicate that through the, uh, through the config files, but we've got that covered. And also, we, uh, we implemented stuff for the multiplayer uh, in order to protect, uh, especially in the context of multiplayer in teams versus teams. Uh, we now have a bit more... Um, uh, protection when it comes to uh, trying to spy the other side. Uh, it was something we detected <laughs> in the in the last DVD we did. So um, uh, we wanted to bring a couple of features like that that will help uh, with securing a bit the uh, the end and make it, I'm sure everyone enjoys the game without having uh, suspicions. That wraps up more or less what uh, what we wanted to share uh, as part of 3.6. Uh, there's obviously a, a lot of things we miss because the, the changelog is super extensive, so it wouldn't been uh, it wouldn't have been good to uh, good to go through it uh, in, in deep dive because it doesn't make sense. Uh, we leave uh, a couple other surprises to people to discover on day on, on day one for uh, for uh, for the release, and uh, hopefully people will enjoy it uh, as much as we. Uh, we dedicated our time and sweat, <laughs> uh, trying to uh, to bring the best experience uh, in, in 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 BMS. No, I'm sure they will, because uh, no, we appreciate you for coming on the show and sharing your knowledge and expertise. I know everybody's going to enjoy 4.36. So when this releases, then 4.36 should be coming out. So I do appreciate everybody coming on, Max Thank and you very uh, JP. Much. Thank you again. Thanks for sport in the hangar. <laughs> thanks for putting up with the noise and Rob over in Austin hanging out appreciate everybody joining absolutely thanks guys no oh, appreciate it that was a uh, that was fun a lot of a lot of exciting stuff coming from 4.36 so can't wait to get into it thanks for listening to air combat sim don't forget to subscribe or tell a friend about it. you have a question idea for an episode 
or a special guest you'd like us to invite, feel free to reach out on Facebook, Discord, or via email. Air Combat Sim was brought to you by DVR Productions.